welcome to Good Guy Grants Podcast. It's mad decent. And this is the Good Guy Grant Podcast. I'm your host, Grant. Sorry about the technical difficulties on the last episode. This is take two. A good friend of mine texted me and let me know that the last episode actually cut off a little bit early. So the last five minutes of the last episode did not get recorded correctly. So what I did is I took that episode down and I am creating a new one. And this is the new one. We're still going to talk about the same stuff we talked about in the first one. Uh, Get into NBA free agency. Talk a little NBA draft. Uh, talk a little college football. I tell you what, there's not a lot of good college football games this weekend. Uh, so we actually might shift to the NFL. I think there's a little bit of things going on in the NFL, which is good, uh, in terms of, you know, big games this weekend, a little different in terms of overall, I would say interesting storylines. I wouldn't say there's like a ton going on in the NFL. I mean, the big story in the NFL, um, if you're in Ohio, uh, Miles Garrett is set to miss this week's game. Uh, he actually has COVID. I believe he had COVID actually at the beginning of the week. They didn't really diagnose it and actually confirm it until yesterday. Uh, the Browns do play the Eagles on Sunday at one o'clock. I still think the Browns have a good shot. Uh, I don't think Carson Wentz is that good. Uh, it's a big game though for Olivier Vernon with the Miles Garrett out. He really needs to step up. But I wanted to start talking about this episode um, with free agency, you know, and the NBA happening. Uh, the big, the first max deal to happen was De'Aaron Fox. For people that did not see that, so De'Aaron Fox is the starting point guard for the Sacramento Kings. Averaged over twenty points, six assists. He got a five-year, one hundred sixty-three million dollar max contract with the Sacramento Kings. If he hits the incentives in the deal, it goes up to $195 million over that five years. So that's a difference of almost $30 million. If he hits incentives, I'm sure there's NBA All-Star games. If you win an NBA championship, you probably get a couple million. Things like that in that contract. So good for De'Aaron Fox. Good for the Kings as an organization and the fan base. They'll have him for another five years, which is good. Uh, means a superstar is staying in Sacramento, which they desperately need. They have not really been relevant since the days of Chris Webber and Mike Bibby. So it's good to see in Sacramento. Uh, so that's the first max contract. Uh, another free agent signing, you had Dwight Howard signing a one-year deal with the 76ers, which I thought was kind of interesting because Dwight Howard came out a couple days ago and said that he was underpaid playing for the Lakers and he actually wanted to get a little bit more money this free agency. So what did he do? He signs a one-year deal in Philadelphia for $2.5 million. He basically takes Al Horford's spot. Al Horford got shipped to OKC in a trade. So you got Dwight Howard going to Philly. De'Aaron Fox signing with the Kings uh, with the Max deal. You have Bogdan Bogdanovich, who comes from uh, Utah. So he was initially supposed to be traded to Milwaukee. And that deal got nixed. So he signed a free agent offer sheet with the Atlanta Hawks. When you sign, when you're a restricted free agent and you sign a offer sheet with another team, the other team that had your rights last year has seven days to match it. If not, that new team gets you. So that's something to watch out for for the Hawks. They're trying to bring in shooters. They already got Trey Young. Kevin Herter's a good shooter. Cam Reddish. Uh, John Collins is their big. Another kind of under the radar signing. 
is that Fasunda Campazzo, he's a uh, free agent. He played over at Real Madrid over in Spain as a point guard for them. He's 28. Uh, he's a veteran player, so he's going to be the backup point guard. Uh, in Denver, he's actually going to battle Monte Morris for that backup spot. The Nuggets always f- seem to find like hidden gems or they draft really well. So they have Michael Porter they drafted. They got Jokic, Jamal Murray. Uh, they had Malik Beasley, but they traded them. You know, and they just actually got RJ Hampton. We're going to talk about that here in a little bit as well. Uh, which RJ Hampton's the guy who skipped college and actually went overseas playing Australia. Um, if you're a Miami Heat fan, you're excited because Goran Dragic has come back for uh, two more years. It was a little over 18 million uh, a year for him, so he's going to be staying in Miami. Uh, you had Anthony Davis coming out and saying he wants to be with the Lakers, but he's not going to sign the first couple of days of free agency. I think what he's basically doing is he's talking to LeBron and Rich Paul, who's his agent, and basically Anthony Davis is like, hey, LeBron, how many years are you going to be here? LeBron's probably telling him two or three. So I expect Anthony Davis to sign a two- or three-year deal. We're a two-year deal with the third-year player option. So as long as LeBron's there, I think Anthony Davis will be there. And then once LeBron leaves, Anthony Davis can be a free agent and go wherever he wants. That's something to kind of keep your eye on as well. Um, the, the, the interesting deal that happened also was Gordon Hayward. So Gordon Hayward opted out of a $34 million deal to play next season with Boston. So now he's a free agent. If you're Boston, that's a win. Gordon Hayward has not been the same since he messed up his knee uh, a couple years ago. So now they don't have to pay him that $34 million. I don't think he gets that in the open market. Um, you had, of course, uh, Kelly Oubre, who got traded from OKC to Golden State with Clay Thomason out for the year with the Achilles. Kelly Oubre steps in. He's going to be the small forward. Uh, you have Wiggins, you have Curry, you have Draymond, and then they just drafted James Wiseman, the big, uh, the New York Knicks. I don't know what the Knicks are doing. I don't think I don't think anybody in the Knicks organization knows what they're doing. So they declined the the team option for Bobby Portis, who was set to make fifteen point seven, which that that's a that's a good move to save money. Taj Gibson at ten point two nine, and Alfred Payton at eight mil. So give or take, that's about $33 million that the, the Knicks are saving on those three players. It's good for the Knicks to decline those options because those players are not worth it. What direction are the Knicks going? You know, you got R.J. Barrett, you got Kevin Knox, uh, you got Robinson at center. But man, their, their point guard play at uh, Nidakina uh, as their point guard... You know, I don't know what the Knicks are doing in terms of being able to build. I don't think they'll be able to get a superstar. I think they're going to, if they do, they're going to have to trade for one, like a Russell Westbrook, somebody like that. Uh, the Knicks are always a team that thinks they can get a lot more talent in there, but they don't seem to do. They've really been rele- relevant since the Patrick Ewing days. Um, like I said, we talked about Al Horford. He got traded to OKC. So the Sixers sent Al Horford a first-round pick and a second-round pick to the Thunder for Danny Green. Danny Green, who played for the Lakers last year, was traded to the Thunder. Thunder take Danny Green, trade him to the 76ers for Al Horford. Al Horford has over $80 million left on that contract. So I'm curious to see what OKC does with that. Um, 
Let's see what else is there's man the NBA. I tell you what, you have the Toronto Raptors. They're going to be playing their games in Tampa because uh, Canada doesn't trust. I guess being you know, with the COVID and everything, with teams coming to the to Canada and everything, with so many COVID cases in the United States, Canada doesn't want to take the risk. So they said told the Raptors to play their home games for now in Tampa. So that's something to watch as well. You had. Uh, Malik Beasley, who was a restricted free agent for the for the T Wolves, he just re-upped with the T Wolves, which I thought was kind of interesting. So the T Wolves on Wednesday night they drafted Anthony Edwards, the the freshman out of Georgia. He's going to be their two guard. They already have D'Angelo Russell, who is a fringe All Star player. I think he's made the All Star team once. And then they go and they give Malik Beasley a four year, sixty million dollar deal. Unless Malik Beasley can play small forward. He's going to be eating up the minutes of Anthony Edwards. So they're going to have to figure out a way to get those players on the floor at the same time. Uh, utilize the talent they have. Uh, Christian Wood, who was actually projected to get more money than this. He played for the Pistons last year. He got a three-year, $27 million deal with the Rockets. So he got nine a year. A lot of NBA executive actually expected Christian Wood to get around 15, 16 a year. He goes, he gets nine a year. Which for him, you know, nine million is still nine million. But uh, yeah, the Bulls actually made a deal uh, for got a veteran player, which I'm not surprised with. Billy Donovan, he really likes uh, veteran players. He's not much into player development with the younger players. The Bulls signed um, small forward Garrett Temple, played with Brooklyn last year. He averaged ten points. Bulls got him on a one year, five million dollar deal, so it's only one year low value, uh, which is good for management. So the Lakers made a deal within the last hour. They got Montrez Harrell, uh, who was playing for the Clippers. They got him on a two-year, $19 million deal. His agent, of course, is Rich Paul. Rich Paul is with LeBron. Montrez Harrell would have got more money if he played like he did before COVID in the NBA bubble. When he got to the NBA bubble, he, he played terrible. And he he didn't seem like he wanted to be there. Ultimately, I think that cost him some money. So with 19 million over two years, that's a little over. Uh, it's about 9.5 a year. Actually, it is 9.5 a year. Sorry, public school. I got to think for a second. Uh, so 9.5 a year for Montrezl Harrell. He's gonna be a Laker. I still think they try to move Kyle Kuzma. So that's something to keep an eye on. If you're a Laker fan, of course, you know coming off the title, they they brought back. Uh, Quinn Cook, he's going to be their third point guard. He's a veteran. He didn't play a lot, but he's good in the locker room, uh, which is nice. Duvel McGee, they picked up his player option. It's a little over $4 million, which is good. Uh, another thing, the Pistons agreed to a deal with uh, two centers, actually. They got Jaleel Okafor on a veteran minimum one-year deal, so it's about $3 million for him. Mason Plumley, they got him at a little over 80 a year on a two to three year deal. So they got their centers in there. The Pistons are another team. I don't know what they're doing. I thought their draft actually was not very good, but with these moves and everything, let's look at a draft a little bit. Uh, so the draft was this past Wednesday. Of course you had Anthony Edwards going number one uh, to the T-Wolves. I think that was a good move. 
Uh, you got Golden State taking James Wiseman, the center out of Memphis. He was a freshman. He only played a couple games last year. He actually was declared early. He was going to get suspended uh, because while he was in high school, his AAU coach, Penny Hardaway, who is now the coach at Memphis, bought his family a home while he was in high school. And then James Wiseman commits to Memphis after Penny Hardaway takes the Memphis job. So the NCAA says, hey, there's something going on here. He buys you a house and you sign with Memphis. So the NCAA was going to suspend James Wiseman. He played like three games in college. And then he basically declared for the draft. Ends up going number two to Golden State, which I actually liked that move for them. Uh, he's a good developmental big. I think defensively he's going to help him a lot. But people were saying that Golden State should have took a like a guard. They already have Steph Curry. You have Wiggins. You just got Oubre. You got Draymond. You didn't need a guard. You needed a big, an athletic big. And that's what you get with James Wiseman. He's 7'1", 235. He needs to put on a little bit of muscle, but he's a good player. Uh, LaMelo Ball, who's the son of LeVar Ball, brother of Lonzo, who Lonzo plays for New Orleans. So the Charlotte Hornets get LaMelo Ball. He might sell some tickets, you know, of course, LeVar Ball already came out and basically challenged Michael Jordan to one-on-one. -on -one. thought that was ridiculous. Uh, my Chicago Bulls, I'm a fan of, got Patrick Williams. 6'7", small forward out of Florida State. Patrick Williams, who did not start a game in college basketball, ends up going four. So Patrick Williams was the sixth man of the year in the ACC. I didn't understand the move. I would have liked to go with uh, Danny Avdija, but hopefully Patrick Williams can contribute. He's a two-way player. Defensively and on the uh, offensive end, uh, you had the Cavs taking Isaac Okoro. He's a 6'6", small forward, uh, freshman out of Auburn. He's another two-way player, really good on defense. Uh, needs to develop his jump shot a little bit. But I like that pick. I think he can start. And then you got Jetty Osman come off the bench, or the Cavs can get rid of Jetty Osman. Uh, then you got Garland, Sexton. So not 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 too bad. They got some good corner pieces. You got Porter Jr. If he can stop getting in trouble off the court, Porter Jr. is a good player. Um, they picked up the option on Andre Drummond. It's over $28 million a year. Uh, Tristan Thompson is a free agent. Uh, they still got Kevin Love. So the Cavs, you know, I don't think the Cavs are going to make the playoffs, but they can probably get like a 9 or finish 10th in the East. We'll see. It comes down to player development, though. If the players get better, of course, you know, they're going to have a chance. Uh, you got number six. You got Atlanta um, taking Onyeka Okongwu. He's a 6'9". They list him as a center, but 6'9 is not big enough unless you're playing small ball in the NBA. I think he's more of a power forward. He's going to bang the boards, do a lot of the dirty work. Um, so they, need, they needed one down in Atlanta, so that's not a bad pick. Seven, I thought the Pistons reached for Killian Hayes. He's the point guard out of France. He's 6'5". Everybody keeps comparing him to Goran Dragic. I don't see it. He His jump shot's not very good. He's left-handed. Um, he's a decent passer, but he has a lot of development to do to be a good player. So I, I don't know what the Pistons are doing in terms of that. They, they go international with a lot of international players, which is good. You know, the NBA is a global game. But they don't have any star power in Detroit, which makes it tough. Uh, you had the Knicks. Like I said, they took Obi Toppin. So they 
they dumped Bobby Portis and Todd Gibson, so they're no longer on the team. And they they brought in Obi Toppin, who they expect to play power forward. He's 6'9". I think he's more of a small forward, though. But you pretty much you got R.J. Barrett, Kevin Knox, and Obi Toppin, who are all the same player. So I don't understand what the Knicks were doing there. I thought they should have went with uh, Tyrese Halliburton, who ended up going 12 to Sacramento. Uh, the Wizards got Denny Avdija, the uh, 6'9 player to Israel. He's going to be a good player. Uh, Jalen Smith, the uh, sophomore with the uh, nice Rex Specs looking goggles on the court uh, from Maryland. He was a sophomore at 6'10. He goes to Phoenix. Uh, Devin Vassell, he's the uh, sophomore uh, shooting guard out of Florida State. He goes to 11 to San Antonio. I thought the Tyrese Halliburton pick at 12, he went to Sacramento. If he's going to play point guard, they just gave a max deal to De'Aaron Fox. So I think they maybe think they can play together and have Halliburton play off the ball. He is 6'5". He's got the size to play two guard, but that's going to be interesting to keep an eye on. Now, New Orleans, they have to decide if they want to give a long-term contract to Lonzo Ball. What did they do? They drafted Kira Lewis Jr., the 6'3 point guard out of Alabama, he's quick. I mean, that that guy's he's probably the fastest player in the draft in terms of quickness. So that's something to keep your eye on to see if New Orleans gives Lonzo a long-term deal. So Boston, the Celtics, they Gordon Hayward leaves. Memory declined his player option, which I still don't understand. Gordon Hayward's not going to get that kind of money in the free agent market. They basically said, all right, Gordon, you're leaving, fine. So they filled it, his spot with Aaron Neesmith. He is the best shooter in this draft. He's a shooting guard, small forward, 6'6", out of Vanderbilt. He can really shoot the ball, which is good. Uh, you had Orlando taking Cole Anthony, the freshman out of North Carolina. He had battled some injuries last year. Now it's him and Markel Foltz as the point guards in Orlando. Um, a couple other picks. I want to go down a little bit. Um, so... Denver ended up getting RJ Hampton. He's the six foot four guard. Played over in Australia, the same league that LaMelo Ball played. So RJ Hampton skipped college out of high school. Played professionally overseas. Ends up going 24 to Denver. They have a history of developing just players in general. Like I said, they got Monte Morris in the second round. He's playing good minutes. Jamal Murray, Jokic, Michael Porter Jr. All developmental players have played well with Denver. RJ Hampton somebody to keep an eye on in Denver to see if he develops. Uh, Boston got a shooter in uh, Peyton Pritchard. They list him as a point guard, but he's more of a shooting guard. Uh, so that's something to keep your eye on. The pick I didn't understand was Utah. They took uh, Udoka Azubuke. It seemed like he was at Kansas for like seven years. But he's 6'11", 260. He's an old school big guy. He doesn't really run the floor well. But he's... Better in the half court. So if you play a half court game, uh, as a bouquet, it can uh, kind of battle inside. But he's a traditional big man that's the NBA is going away from. So I didn't really understand that. I expect him to play a lot in the G League, which is the developmental league in the NBA. Uh, in terms of second round picks, uh, players who I really like, I thought Vernon Carey, the 6'10 uh, freshman out of Duke, he wanted the Hornets at 32. I think that's a good pick. He can develop into a decent player. A lot of people are high on Xavier Tillman. He's a power forward at Michigan State. I'm not that high on him, to be honest with you. He went to Sacramento. Uh, you got Trey Jones, who um, 
was a sophomore coming out of Duke. He was the point guard. He ran the show for uh, Coach Krzyzewski for a couple of years. He ends up going to the Spurs. I think he could be a good backup point guard, which is decent. Uh, the Spurs just seem to kind of plug and play players. They, they do a really good job of drafting players and finding the right fits. So that's something to kind of pay attention to. Uh, Nico Manon, he's the uh, point guard out of Arizona. He was the freshman. He ends up playing, going to Golden State at uh, 48. I expect him to go to the G League and kind of develop. He was only 19 this past season, so he's still really young. He can still develop. Um, so Kenyon Martin, who played over 10 years in the NBA, a lot of people knew him um, as a star at Cincinnati in college. Ended up going number one. Had his best years with the Nets. His son actually got drafted. So Kenyon Martin's son played four years of high school. Didn't want to go to college, so he played a year of prep school and then declared for the draft. He ends up going 52 to, to Houston. He was only like a three-star coming out of high school, so he wasn't a big-time prospect. Um, Cassius Winston, who was the the Michigan State uh, point guard, he seemed like he was there like seven years also. He ends up going to Oklahoma, Oklahoma City. Cassius Stanley, the freshman out of Duke, he went 54 to Indiana. But there was a few players that declared that didn't get drafted. Uh, Caleb Weston out of Ohio State didn't get drafted. I think he'll have to go overseas to make some money. Um, but in the NBA, you always see that every year. There's always a ton of people that declare for the draft. There's always over 100 players that declare. And there's only 60 picks. So you're going to have players that don't get drafted because there's just not enough spots. Happens every year. Uh, a lot of the players go play overseas. Um, so there's not a lot of big college football games going on this this weekend. Uh, to shift the little gears, uh, the big game is Indiana Ohio State. That's a noon game on Saturday. Other than that, there's not a lot going on. You have Wisconsin Northwestern, kind of boring game. That's on at 3:30. Um, the night game is Oklahoma State against Oklahoma. That's a 7:30 game. But not a lot going on in college football in the NFL. Uh, you got the Browns Eagles at one here in Ohio. You get the Cowboys Vikings at 4:25. Um, you got the Falcons Saints. I think this will be Taysom, Taysom Hills. First start in the NFL, Drew Brees is hurt. He's got four cracked ribs and something else going on with Drew Brees. But yeah, he's not healthy. They're going up against Matt Ryan and the Falcons. Uh, you got Alex Smith starting for the Washington football team going against the Bengals. Uh, you got Phillip Walker playing. He was the XFL star. The Carolina Panthers signed him in the offseason. He's actually going to get the start, I think, in Carolina because I think Teddy Bridgewater's knees kind of jacked up. They go against the Lions. Um, you got the Jacks Jaguars are terrible. They're going against the Steelers. Uh, Titans Ravens is a good one o'clock game. Uh, that's a, actually a rematch of last year's playoff game when the Titans uh, beat the Ravens. Derrick Henry played really well in that game last uh, in the playoffs last year. Um, the Packers Colts game could be good. Got Aaron Rodgers going up against Philip Rivers. Uh, Packers seven and two. The Colts are six and three. That's a 425 game. Uh, the Sunday night game is Chiefs Raiders, uh, which I think the Chiefs are actually in a roll. Uh, I expect Patrick Mahomes to have a big game. And then the Monday night game is not bad either. You got the Rams and Bucks, which is not too bad. Well, hopefully this uh, episode finishes up well. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I want everybody to enjoy the rest of your weekend. And if you don't hear from me, 
Hope everybody has a nice thanks holiday weekend and nice Thanksgiving. Enjoy.